I only heard the term high-functioning anxiety or HFA a few years ago. And when I did, it kind of screamed at me that this is something I'd had experienced in my past. And by the way, before anyone messages, I know it's not an official medical term, but hey, let's be honest, that doesn't mean much as it can take a while for the medical establishment to catch up. But you know what? It described me to a T. You see, to the people around me, you know, relationships, friends, family, work colleagues, I always had this smile on my face that all was okay. I mostly appeared very productive, focused, confident, a bit cocky maybe, an extrovert who was busy socially, and I used to make lots of people laugh. But the reality was that behind the big grin on my face, there was someone overthinking every move that was being made around me. Now, I know why it was there. Due to the bullying and trauma from my childhood, I had this subconscious program which would create this overanalyzing of all conversations and interactions with friends and work colleagues so I could work out the best way to stay safe. Now, that was not the terminology I was thinking about at the time to stay safe. I kind of just wanted to make other people happy when they were around me. Does that sound familiar? And one of the habits I sort of fell into was that I would constantly replay old conversations, raking over every detail with my inner critic slating me for what I could have said and done differently. So I was a high-functioning anxiety person, or HFAP, or good on the outside, but inside a quivering mess. Oh, and if that wasn't enough, my mind would then jump into the future and play out all sorts of negative scenarios where I would imagine myself in situations where I would have to defend myself. And then when a hop, skip and jump, my mind could then jump into the future where I would create scenarios where I could try to manage and manipulate people's emotions around me, well, people pleasing, so I could stay safe and be popular. Nothing safer than someone smiling at you, is there? Does this sound like you? Are you overthinking your conversations and driving yourself mad by constantly replaying the past and future over and over? Do you have a tendency to keep putting other people's needs before your own, leaving yourself exhausted and pretty resentful as other people don't tend to do the same for you? Well, let's be honest, you probably wouldn't let them, would you? So just to make it clear, the difference between someone with anxiety and HFA is that someone with general anxiety might not be so good at hiding their anxiety and they could be a low achiever due to being held back by their negative thoughts and feelings. Whilst an HFAP can be high achieving and quite good at masking what is going on inside. Hey, by the way, You're listening to the Mindset Change Podcast. I'm Paul Shepard, your host. If you are enjoying this episode so far and you've not yet subscribed, please do, as you seriously don't want to miss out on the content coming your way to transform your mindset so you can change your lives. Now, something that isn't talked about enough about HFA, I know I experienced it and clients who I've successfully treated in the past talk about it. And that is 
how addictive being an HFA can be. That's right, addictive. I thought I loved the buzz, the adrenaline rush from the fast pace of thinking and life, the drama, the excitement. My clients also talk about this and they love the busyness too, constantly on the go and telling anyone who will listen with a roll of their eyes just how busy they are. I was the same and if we could have worn busyness as a shiny badge of honour, we would have, proudly polishing it with our knuckles and displaying it to everyone. Just look how busy we are. Busy, busy, busy. But it does come with costs and that's what we're going to discuss as well as, you'll be quite surprised to know, we're going to talk about the benefits that can come from being an HFAP. So do keep listening. Now here's something I know doesn't get talked about enough. And how do I know? Because people keep saying to me that despite their research, there's hardly anyone online talking about bathroom anxiety. That's right. High functioning anxiety people often struggle with issues around the bathroom. Now it's not a fear of bathrooms themselves. Though I'm sure that Some HFAPs might have a fear of a dirty bathroom and want to clean it, but that might be slightly veering off into another realm. But it's the fear of being trapped in a situation which makes it difficult to get to a bathroom. And one reason why this has become a problem is that the body and nervous system are being pushed to the absolute limit by doing too much and the lifestyle that comes with being an HFAP. If you're an HFAP, you might really love the buzz from too much caffeine, alcohol, junk food, sugar, drugs, nicotine, and thriving on very little sleep. And bad habits can form around the bathroom. Sometimes this can be triggered by an incident where you really needed a loo and couldn't get to one quick enough, which can then trigger a program that says, well, we can't let that happen again. So you then might start going to the loo just in case, which then overtrains the bladder and bowels to always want to go just in case. So you become a slave to the bathroom. So going into a situation where you're unsure of how you're going to get to a bathroom, can you get to one easily, can really trigger bathroom anxiety. And a double whammy on top of that would be IBS, which is known as irritable bowel syndrome, which can add another level of worries on top of that. It really can be debilitating and brutal. But it's one of the things which, when I began to calm down my nervous system and help it heal, was one of the first things that began to vanish. I should also mention that this can make traveling a real trial, like an endurance test. The thought of being on a plane, train, coach or boat and not being certain of how easy it is to get to a bathroom can make you feel hot and cold and create that knot in the gut that says, I don't even know if going on that journey is going to be even worth it. Being from high alert from beginning to end of the journey is absolutely exhausting because you'll know this if you're an HFAP that you have to be in control of pretty much every aspect of your journey. 
which is really, really difficult and virtually impossible. But hey, do you know what? We'll give it a good old go anyway. HFAPs struggle to be present when they reach their destinations. They've got to this lovely holiday. They've got to this beautiful location and they're already thinking about what's next. Some of them admit that they're already thinking about their journey home. I mean, that's not a life, is it? When you're at an airport, take a look around at who's rushing. HFAPs are usually the ones who like to turn up either way too early for their flights, hate being late, or some of them really do love to struggle and the panic and the drama and excitement and the rush of being late too. The emotional cost of being an HFAP is very high. So being on a trip, being with the family, not being present with the people that matter, your kids, your partner, your friends, can leave you feeling like a shell of a person who's not quite there and they rarely get that quality version of you, do they? I think it's worth thinking about. Who bears the real cost of being an HFAP? Is it you or the people closest to you? And if this continues, then what are the future costs that are going to come your way? Now, for me, I was living a half-life in a trance, always plotting inside my mind what's coming next, obsessed with focusing on a negative fantasy future which didn't even exist. And I understand why I did it but it was an out-of-date program that I no longer needed. The program itself needed an upgrade. I mean, we upgrade our tech more than we upgrade ourselves. (laughs) Crazy, isn't it? So other warning signs to look out for being an HFAP are brain fog, memory issues, and confusion from being overly stressed. A lot of people who've come up to me and said, I think I've got dementia. I'm really worried about my brain health. And when we look at their uh, lifestyle, it's quite clear that why should you have this clear, focused mind when you're living in such a highly stressed fashion? It's not really going to be there, is it? Struggling to relax as there's always something to do, very common. And sleep might come quickly due to the exhaustion, but either you're quite restless or you're waking up way too early, but you never feel recharged. You're kind of living on that adrenaline buzz. I mean, do you procrastinate? Now that sounds odd for a high achiever, but often with being an HFAP, there is procrastination paralysis by over-analysis. Basically, your overthinking process can stop you from moving forward. So annoying. (laughs) There's nothing quicker than an HFAP with an incoming deadline. No stopping them. It's a love-hate relationship. They hate those deadlines. They hate the pressure. But yet, it seems to be the only thing that gets them motivated. Brilliant trick of the mind. There are other ways. HFAPs like to fidget. Well, they don't really like to fidget, I guess, but it's, there's a lot of ner- nervous energy within the body. 
And therefore, it displays itself in biting of lips, you know, uh, fingernail biting, twitching, legs moving, fingers moving, all very quickly. They really don't like to sit down for very long. Might as well add to that the constant checking of their phone, just in case there's something that alerts them to something they have to do. After all, busy, busy, busy. Now, something that I've been talking about quite a lot recently is the self-doubt and imposter syndrome leading you to keep trying to prove yourself. More courses, more validation in order to try and feel good enough. And then add to that the self-sabotage, which comes from when you move yourself outside of your comfort zone to a level of success. If you sabotage it, then you can get back to what's comfortable, even though it might be painful. It's what's familiar to you. Are you full of great new ideas and jumping into shiny new projects, but then get bored and you're terrible at finishing them off as you begin to burn out from the overthinking that comes with them and there's a lot of work to do? I see this a lot with entrepreneurs and people at work who find themselves basically plateauing and not moving forward. It could be self-sabotage. But often that overthinking process, well, our minds have only got a certain amount of energy, which gets used up pretty quickly overthinking. And that battery pretty much then goes flat. Cue more coffee, more nicotine, whatever's at hand to try and get your brain back online, which then, of course, becomes a vicious cycle. A shame, really, because there's so many great entrepreneurs who've got these amazing ideas but can't get them off the ground or make a success from them because they are an HFAP. And yet with some training, they could turn that around. I did, and I've got to see so many clients do the same. One thing I do want to mention about being an HFAP, and God, this is me, embarrassing, but hey, this is where I was. But there was a part of me that enjoyed making life a struggle, creating the drama, finding ways to be a victim, to fight against something, to have a cause, so that I was distracted from how I really felt because that was overwhelming. And I know a lot of you who are listening to this are doing the same. And awareness that we're doing it, that you're doing it, is one of the first steps to creating change. And be proud that you're listening to this podcast about it. Be proud and maybe just super boost that with a feeling of gratitude that you've got the type of mindset that's maybe exploring doing something different because most people won't. So if this all sounds very familiar to you, I want to put it out there that the risk for your mental and physical health is increased exponentially. One thing we know, one thing I keep promoting for sure, is that your mind and body will let you know that you need to change course in life. And it will do that by making you ill. And it can do that with mental health. It can do that with physical health conditions. And if you won't listen, then it will just keep making life worse for you until you do listen. No one I repeat, no one can get away with that. And I hear most days the consequences of not listening. And that can involve panic attacks, 
heart attacks, cancer, strokes, burnout, and what appears to be really bad luck, as the subconscious mind draws us to people and situations to reflect what's going on inside. And am I being a tad dramatic here? Absolutely not. You cannot afford to be complacent with your health. End of. And I know how easy it is not to care about yourself when you're going through something like this. But what about the people around you? Who pays? Who will really pay if it all continues to go wrong? Now, before you think, blimey, he's scaremongering me. What the hell can I do about that? Let's get rid of this HFAP thing, ASAP. That's a lot of acronyms. Um, Well, okay, so I'm going to be a little bit contradictory now, but bear with me. There are some benefits to being an HFAP that I just want to promote just for a second, and you'll see why. Okay. Well, HFAPs are very proactive. We are. Love a challenge, high achieving, organized, passionate, extroverted, and fun to be around. Now, my advice, if this does sound a bit like you, and there's your dark side and your light side of being an HFAP, I'm not going to go down the cliche advice road of you've got to be in balance. We keep saying that to each other as if it really means something. Well, it was pointed out to me, I think it was by Richie Norton, in our interview, he wrote the book, uh, Start Something Stupid, very good book. And he said, well, being in balance, if you look at a seesaw, when things are in balance, they kind of plateau, kind of stagnant. So there are times in our lives when we might be out of balance with high achieving, taking on a challenge, etc. You might be working a bit extra, But as long as you recover properly, then you can undo any damage that was created by being out of balance. Because it's what we do more often that makes the biggest difference. So we're looking at a compound effect of looking after your nervous system. So what I'm going to suggest is that if you do, as an HFAP, find yourself rushing around, being out of balance at times, that's okay. Don't be too hard on yourself. But do learn to train and calm your nervous system down. And you can do that with breath work. You can do that with yoga. You can do that with some wonderful meditations. I know a really good podcast. Maybe you're listening to it which has some fantastic meditations and breathwork exercises. Valuing slowing down. I promise you, this is a weird thing, that I've never got so much done in my life by slowing down. And I think it comes back to the quality of what you're doing over the quantity. Really, really makes a difference. You know, make sure you're hydrated, make sure you've got really good nutrition, that you've got a good set of supplements and that you take regular breaks so that you don't burn out. Most HFAPs don't get the basics right and it makes a huge difference in cooling the fire of your nervous system. I would also add to this, which might sound challenging, but hey, you probably love a challenge, right? Reduce or completely take a break from alcohol, as it does make you more anxious. 
no getting round it. I would also reduce any powerful drugs and stimulants like sugar, nicotine and caffeine and learn to listen to what's happening with your body. Caffeine completely masks how exhausted you are, which is incredibly damaging. And it also reduces blood flow to the brain, which can make it a bit difficult to think more clearly. I'd also advise getting out into nature more often. Your lovely parasympathetic nervous system is triggered. It helps to tell the brain you are safe. And don't be boring. Yes, yes, you. Stop being boring. You're not a workhorse. You're not a worker bee. Start doing more of the things you love and have a passion for. This is your one life. It's not a dress rehearsal. We don't have the luxury of being able to guarantee our next breath, let alone our evening, the next day. Did you really want your life to be all about productivity? Change that value and you'll begin to change your life. By the way, the basics, if you're interested, and I would do this, go to my website. Actually, no, don't go to my website. I'm going to say go to my show notes, which will take you to my website. And you can download for free my top 10 core ways to heal anxiety. There as a gift, use it to get your life back on track. And also, do a deep dive into what unconscious programs are driving you to be an HFAP. Now, one of mine, I'll confess, was to keep proving I was good enough. I'd been conditioned into thinking I wasn't. So I did everything I could to try and get that validation. Didn't work. And another one I had was to be popular and successful because, hey, if people were smiling and giving me validation, then that would boost my self-confidence and self-esteem for a very, very short period only. And these programs drove me a little crazy. I wonder what yours are. I wonder what's driving you to be an HFAP. What comes to mind? And it's really worth looking into. I do this with my clients and it can be life-changing to build up that sense of self-awareness so you can get an idea of how to upgrade your programming. You're due an upgrade. So do seek help from someone who can help you and don't fall, don't fall for the mind trick that you have to do this all by yourself. Because once you begin to get a sense of where it's coming from and you've got the tools and strategies to help bring those anxiety levels down, you can develop better and healthier values for how you want to live your life, you'll connect better with yourself and other people, and you'll be living a life which won't bloody kill you. So wake up, HFAPs. Let's get you out of that productive, driven state of mind, burning you out, and let's create a reset. Honestly, honestly, It makes life much more exciting to feel more alive, energized, fresh, focused, and confident with a clearer mind. Who wants to be stuck in the past and future when the most important moment you'll ever have is this very moment, the very present moment? It's the only moment that actually exists. Now, I get to see clients experiencing huge changes in reality when they work on their mindsets 
and in just a short space of time are much more present in the situations that actually matter to them. They are no longer living half a life. If that sounds good to you and you need help with anxiety or being an HFAP, then feel free to reach out to me for a chat and we can go from there. Or feel free to join my wonderful WhatsApp community and ask anything you'd like. And you can also engage with an incredible bunch of people. And if you know someone who needs to hear this podcast, who needs a wake-up call out of their FHAP lifestyle, then please do share it with them. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending your time and energy with me. I'm curious as to what you're going to do differently today. What are you going to take from today's episode and maybe apply? Have the most wonderful day. Mm-hmm.